Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay, and today we're going to be talking about the Eternals in full spoiler detail. As you've seen from the description, it clearly says we're talking about the, the Eternals and who are who are oh, fucking <laughs> who are no, I speaking to? Keep it in. Oh, I'm because you've made me. <laughs> I'm speaking to Peter Jones. He's not a dragon. He's Peter Jones. Um, well, welcome, Peter. Thank you, Jay. If you don't know, Peter is from the Tell Me Again podcast, and I thought it was particularly good to get him in on this one, because I think you had an interesting point of view on the Shang-Chi mm. uh, film, and I think from speaking to you, it did change my opinion slightly of it, so I'd be interested to talk about this with you, because my opinion is very, very flexible, Ooh. if that's the way to oh, describe it. Oh, yeah, I, I'm still kind of like really kind of wrapping my head around it. So, yeah, that's you all and everyone. Before we continue, don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk. Don't forget to visit us at TalkNerdyUK on all our socials and email us at TalkNerdyUK at gmail.com. Without further ado, let's get into The Eternals, or Eternals. I mean, that's almost the first thing I want to get off the bat. <laughs> What's the title of this it's, movie? It's, it's Eternals. It's 100% yes. just called Eternals. It's Marvel's Eternals. Isn't Marvel's it? Eternals. Um, but yeah, first first impressions, Peter Jones, Eternals. Uh, it's, uh, it's very beige. I thought it was very, very beige. I was so excited for this film. Wait, Maybe yeah. that's my... Yeah, I thought it looked super cool. I thought the trailer looked cool. I like the whole... Uh, God aspect I, I thought yeah all the trailers that I'd seen I, I thought were really really cool and then it's funny that you mentioned Shang-Chi and then the last podcast I was on was Shang-Chi in which I had absolutely no hype and loved it this one I had loads of hype and was like oh this is a film yeah it is a film this is a film that exists and <laughs> mm. I know what you mean I feel like I had I had no hype and then there was a better trailer because like that first trailer is awful Nothing happens in that first trailer. Um, is, that just, is that just a moody one? Just the moody yeah. one, like showing them, we have been around for... I don't know why I went Obi-Wan there, but we have been <laughs> around for many, many years. We have not interfered and all like this. And then nothing happens in the trailer yeah. whatsoever. Then in the next trailer, there's explosions, there's stuff going off. Um, so I was like, okay, there is stuff going to happen. And stuff happens, but it seems to happen with no real... <sighs> Linearity. I mean, I know it's it does. I don't even mean that from the jumping back and forth between mm. the timeline. It's just kind of like, okay, we're here now. Where do we need to go? We need to walk over there now. Let's walk over there, but not even in a Lord of the Rings. Let's walk over there with yeah. purpose, kind of thing. It's. I didn't know where the film was going, and not always for the better. But there was other scenes which there was some scenes which were really good, and some bits which made me laugh a lot. So yeah. I'm very much on a... That's what I mean. I'm kind of like really 50-50 how I feel. I'm trying to get find it myself. Yeah. I think as a story and like... Like a... Sort of... 
when the, the the third act kind of is just um, its own thing. Like it doesn't jump between timelines or anything when you get to the final confrontation. Yeah, that is what sticks with me as being quite beige. Like that that third act just didn't really do much for me. Oh really? I actually like, that was that was a bit I had a bit of fun with because I was going I don't know what's going to happen here because <laughs> I, I think you've set up nothing. <laughs> so yeah. I have Suddenly, nothing. Chris is the bad guy. Yeah, which like, I didn't see coming, but my mate in work said he did. But I honestly thought it was going to be Angelina yeah. Jolie because one of the whole, like, she can turn at any minute. Yeah, she just goes crazy, doesn't she? Yeah, goes into cre- crazy Angelina, Brangelina. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you saw my husband. Um <laughs> And then yeah, after but she she doesn't do anything. It's no. Icarus who I'm kind of happy he did because it kind of explains how robotic he was throughout it. And yeah. even though they are robots in the end, it turns yeah. out. He, with the the Icarus sort of reveal being the bad guy, I sort of felt it about two minutes before it happened. It was one of those reveal like reveals where the film was was plodding along, and the only bad guy you had was that that deviant. And I was, I was thinking, this film needs like a human bad guy. I was thinking this that. This film needs a human bad guy, like somewhere in the middle, like just before you get his flashback to where he kills uh, Sam Hayek's character, or gets her killed. Mm. Um, I was like, something not right, something not right about Icarus. And then it turns out that he's, he's, he's the bad guy, but it was like only just just before it, because I thought him and, him and um, Cersei were going to be like power couple going forward. Well... I mean, you thought they were going to be a power couple because we got uh, we got our first ever penetrative sex scene in a Marvel film. That was weird, wasn't it? Wasn't that weird? I don't think we needed that. No, no one needed that. No, like, especially the old man in front of me. He definitely did not need that. Me and Eve were watching, like looking away from that and looking at him, and he was doing his eyes. Oh, he did not know where to look. You could see him like oh, oh, but it was like. I began thinking, okay, they've been kissing a while here. This is a long kiss. And I thought, maybe the whole point is to show the intimacy. Mm. Okay. And then it goes to the next part, and they're clearly having sex. And I was like, oh, no, there's the intimacy. So the kiss was for too long. And, yeah, it just... And then I thought, oh, is she going to be pregnant? And she wasn't pregnant. So I was like, well, what the... What the hell was that about? How am yeah. I gonna, I'm glad I took my kids to see this. I have to have to explain what were they doing? Oh well sometimes when two sentient gods love <laughs> one another. Um I mean They they fuck for five thousand years. I actually read about this months ago on uh, there was some article came out that the Chinese were gonna cut this film in some parts and one bit they said they were gonna cut cut was the penetrative sex scene and everyone over here was going what? What penetrative sex scene? And you al- see it go in? And almost everyone going, the Chinese are off their head. Because there's definitely not a penetrative sex scene in a Marvel Disney film. I'm sorry, China. You want fake news? That was... Yeah. I think that was the... In terms of the things that China wanted to cut, I think the penetrative sex scene was the least... of The least bad, in inverted commas, yeah, what yeah. they wanted to cut. <laughs> It became like, oh, we're going to be the internals. <laughs> <laughs> For those who can't, it's a podcast I did growing thrust. <laughs> See it right at me, mid eye contact. <laughs> yeah, you might have been his chair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was there was that. That was a very interesting scene. I feel really bad for um, for Kit Harrington's character when he gets told that. When it's, you know, like when you you start going out with someone, it's like, oh yeah, I've got this really big ex. Mm. Oh, how long did you go out? Oh, like six years. 
<laughs> but it's like six, six years, big ex. We moved, we we moved in together. We uh, we got a dog together. We bought a house together, and then but like like that's bad. And then Kit Harrington, it's like oh, so how long did you go out with him? Like five thousand years. Yeah, like the entire course of Western civilization. <laughs> like, We've been smushing. Yeah, like I mean, going at it. And now he's here. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you always wonder why I walked that way. Well, <laughs> you know, it'll do that to you. But the size really doesn't matter. No, it definitely. Because Kit Harrington's a little man. <laughs> <laughs> Kit Harrington's my height. Uh, it was. Um, I mean, let's. Yeah, Kit Harrington. Seemed like they pulled it. They pulled it back at the end. But I yeah. do remember when it was getting near the end of the film. I went, "What a waste of Kit Harrington. He literally did not need to be in this yeah. film. If anything, the I'm gonna have to look up this guy's name because I could have. I could just say right, Harish Patel as Karun. Yeah, the Alfreds to his Batman, the, the camera guy. Uh, to the camera guy, he played the human part we needed. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why did they not make Kit Harrington this guy? Uh, there was no point in Kit, and it turns out it was a bit of a. a I hate stuff like this. What DC would do, put a character in for the sake of it, so they can make him into something later. Yeah. Um, You'd make an argument that Marvel did it in Civil War, though, where they dropped Spider Man in to make him something. Bigger. I mean, they, but they dropped Spider Man in. Like, it's a similar. As Spider Man, though, they were dropping an already quite established character. Who gone? Tell me who Kit Harrington is. Uh, well, I know this because I you have researched to research. Research. Uh, yeah, he's, you have to. He's a Black Knight. The Black Knight, which I am not looking to, forward to. To be fair, I did actually like, but before the film, mm. I, I, he gets revealed that Kit Harrington is playing Dane, Whit- Dane Whitman, and I didn't know this because I've not read any of the comics, but that Dane Whitman is. Black Knight, and then I search Black Knight a little bit. That, that so that's my all I know. That, uh, oh no, that's just, Black Knight was just like oh, Black Knight. That's the same like dude with the sword, and then that sword gets revealed with Blade apparently. Well, I think that was Blade saying like you know what are you doing with that sword or yeah. whatever it is. He says I, uh, like during the film, uh, I was I was sitting in the, the 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 cinema during the credits, and I was like, obviously there's going to be one credit scene, mm. but is there two? And I was googling it. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's two. So we're waiting around. And then it gets to the end of the second one. And I'm like, who the fuck is that voice? Like, I can't place it. I and thought then I had first to it was Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And then I was like, no, it's not quite Samuel L. And yeah, it's probably the dude who's going to play Blade. It is. It was, uh, was it Maharisha Ali? That oh, guy? I have He's playing Blade. He's not on my, my list of, there he is. Um, Maharisha Ali. Yeah, that sounds right. That, that definitely dude. sounds right. Um, yeah, Mar- it's, it's Mar- Mar- cool. and is, is he getting a, a Disney Plus series or is he getting a film? I think he's getting a film. One, is it getting a film? Um, Which I imagine Kit Harrington's going to be in. Exactly, and I feel like that's already like that's annoyed the Blade film for me. So we're not getting a Blade film; we're getting a Blade and Dark Knight film. Yeah, and I feel like it's a Blade lot of Black Knight. Um, you know, building up like two brand new characters' origin stories. Very messy. I don't know. Well, they might do, but anyway, that's by the by. But there was the thing about this film. And the Eternals is that you had to do research. I had to do research. People don't know these characters, no. so they could do whatever the fuck they wanted, because that's what they did to a degree. James Gunn did a bit with, with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He could he, he knew people that know the characters that well, so he was like, "I'm going to give, I want to add to the personality. I'm going to give them something." Yeah. I right. So I want to go through these characters now, and you tell me two personality traits of them. What does he have? Cersei. <laughs> Cersei is uh, 
that this isn't a personality trait. She's, but she, she's she's thrust into a leadership role. Well, she was thrusting a lot in she, one of the scenes. Yeah, she was thrusted into as well. <laughs> there was a lot of mutual thrusting <laughs> going on between her and our Richard Madden. Oh, uh, well, Mad Dicks, as he's called. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a, a good point. What's Cersei's personality? I was thinking that you know, on the way here, I was like, I quite like Cersei as a character. Like, she's she's sort of... She, she gets made into that leadership role because Ajax dies mm. and obviously the next in command has killed her. So she's just picked the person that Icarus isn't going to kill, which is Cersei. Uh, but, but I quite liked her. But then now that you've made me say what her personality is, I'm like, fuck, what is her personality? Exactly. She's a bit beige. Icarus? Uh, he's very stoic and also very beige. <laughs> <laughs> This one, Mike, this one... Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to go down the ones I know you're going to struggle with. Uh, Ajak? Oh, t- uh, t- I don't... She's the boss, isn't she? See, you she's in a little to... bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she's caring. Cause she's the healer. She's caring and she's she's gentle, but she's also bullshit, can you tell? Yeah, she's exactly. Also... I feel like you're a kid who's been brought up front of the class to prove you read yeah. the book. And I haven't read the book. Yeah. But the thing is, you did read the book. The book I, yeah, is just yeah, a, it's a yeah. very un... It's not very well written. Don't if get me wrong. If you give me Kingo, because I like yeah, I was Kingo's say, go on, Kingo, Kingo is funny as fuck. Kingo's the best part of this movie. Yes, he is. Kingo and... Um, K- Kingo. Karun. Kingo and Karun. Yeah. As well as Druig. I really like Druig, the little Irish emo. Druig, I had a massive issue with because I feel like at first I liked him and then I realised, oh shit, he can only talk in one kind of tone. So <laughs> he doesn't have surprised, confused, angry, sad. It's, it's all, all just same. a little bit like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is just how he talks the whole time. I'm pissed off. I'm happy. I'm sad. <laughs> he sounds like he's trying to get me to donate money to live <laughs> The Give rat, me your fucking money. The rats are huge. Have we got it him? So yeah, I, I mean, Druig, yeah, he annoyed me, but he does have personality. Angelina Jolie is Thena. I did. Oh, you didn't like her? Uh, well, I, I thought there was a real broken character there that I, I did enjoy, and I, I got ex- when she went like OP. Mm. At maybe go like, ooh, and I like yeah. the way she was kind of like. Like boldly going, oh, this is a you know just in front of kids, like oh, this is a very dangerous yeah, weapon. Yeah, she and just doesn't. Yeah, get a bit does kind she? of like Wonder Woman, like fish yeah. out of water, Wonder Woman. I, I was about to say that she doesn't really go anywhere, but that's not true. She does. She does have a little. She does have her own little arc because the the deviant that kills Gilgamesh. Yes, who also has a lot of personality to it. Um, she kills him. She gets a little bit of, uh, not redemption. That's not the word. She gets a little bit of. Something at the end. Her, her yeah, arc. Kind of yeah, yeah. There. She kind of, she kind of realizes like she doesn't need Gilgamesh to to control herself. She can control mm. herself now. By that guy, that is that deviants. I hated the fact they were called deviants, but that's going off the comics. <laughs> um, you know, because we call like a paedophile a deviant, a sexual <laughs> deviant. You know, I know it's a, they're still evil, but it just kind of changes the word. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was like an arc for her to be like, you know what, I, I don't need Gilgamesh. I don't need him. I can control myself, even though I'm mm. highly combustible. I can do this on my own. Um, I think Fastos had a lot of personality, actually, considering he wasn't in the movie that much. Yeah. Um, and I was quite, when it went to the fight scene, I was like, 
what are you gonna do with your powers? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you sums. I'm gonna give you equations. <laughs> but no, I like He builds the he, trap, doesn't he? He builds That's traps and he can does. like throw all sorts of like anything he can like, he's like a bit green lantern if you can if you can mm. imagine and make it. Although yeah, bear in mind he makes it like Lego. Not like Green Lantern goes car. He goes like I need the wheel and then I need the spur. <laughs> but he yeah, and he, I need the red brick with the four, the four studs to make his Lego. <laughs> but yeah, for the Chinese audiences, you won't know who Fastos is because I imagine Fastos was in, entirely cut out in China. Really? Yeah, they didn't like because they didn't like the. Of course, he's, he's, he's gay. Yeah, but the. Oh god! They, they I like, thought you were going down like. I thought you were being that's like double was, racist. No, though. that's what I was on about before. They, right. that, they, they they hated that they cut it out. I'm sure they didn't. I thought as well. you were saying the Chinese would cut it out because he's black, <laughs> and I was like, that's wrong on so many levels. You're assuming they'd that, only be, they'd only that say about black three people get cut out in this <laughs> film. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, they probably they probably did, or at least they cut out the bits that suggested he was gay. Mm. Like they probably could find a way. The whole house scene. It was there was probably in his house outside. Yeah, when yeah. he get when he introduces, um, I keep forgetting the names. When he introduces Cersei and Icarus, but mm. as Sarah and Isaac or whatever. Yeah, um, outside the house, and then the next scene was probably I'll go with you. Like that whole mm. that whole bit in the house. After he goes, oh, what's it? I love that one. What's this table made of? Vibranium. <laughs> no, it couldn't. It's Ikea. Vault <laughs> <laughs> collection, Ikea. I like that. It needed more moments like that. and that He, the, had, he had the human connection as well because he had a human husband and mm. a human son. And he, and he also seemed to really to the world. want to help humans. I like that just one scene showing him at Hiroshima. Like... Yeah, yeah. Like, like I did this, and then it leaves it in the head. Like, did he do that though? Did he help them build that bomb, or is he just go like taking on a weight of responsibility that guilt, he thing. did? Yeah, survivor's guilt. So there was a lot of layers to him, and then you, we've been. I mean, we're going through like the like the. Oh, we know it's only a few characters. I'm going to go to Makari. My right. personality traits of our of her are she's deaf. Yeah, yeah. Um, and deaf, but. Very also overexplained. It's like she had a, nothing but exposition lines for someone who's deaf. It was like they didn't know yeah. how to make her evoke an emotion, so she would like say, "Explain her power. Explain what's happening here now. Explain her what's going on." She was kind of like that character, but she never said anything about like what do you know about her? Why did she want that green tablet? Yeah, no, not a clue. We know nothing about her. All I know about it is that. Yeah, she's deaf, and her and Druig have this thing going on. That was one of the funniest scenes later in the film. Like, mm. cause the film gets more serious as it goes on, but later in the film, when Makari actually comes back in, and Druig and Makari see each other after however many years they've not seen each other, and is it, is it Fastos that's just like, is this since when was this thing? I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like that this is the thing. Um, but they said that's so funny to say it got more serious. It went along, which is true. The stakes are getting higher, as in a weird way, because. But not in a very clear way. Like, oh, oh, wait, the stakes are high. Mm. Oh, wait, they're high again. And as it is, it's getting more serious. But then the further into it, it's the more than they're choosing to inject humour. But the beginning, when there was no real stakes, and there's a really good, good opportunity to just elevate everyone, give people yeah. a bit of bubbly personality. There was nothing like because yeah, you start with Cersei, Sprite, who. I still kind of umanar over whether I even liked that character. I'm not really sure. Um, and uh, Icarus and the three of them are just between them. They've got a like what, what? beige, beige, and more beige. Yeah, it was just like the wrong three to start. That's why when you kick in with they go meet Kingo, it's like a massive it's, slap. Like oh wait, I forget. 
people can have fun. Yeah, it, it's like as, uh, during the. It's where it's later. So they've got Kingo, and then they go to the rainforest to find Druig, don't they? And mm. when they're in the rainforest finding Druig, one of the, one of the characters says to Sprite uh, that she's essentially Tinkerbell. Yeah, and like that's King, that, Kingo says. King, it. Does Kingo say that to her? Kingo says and like that just makes you think. The, the the whole relationship between Cersei, Icarus, and Sprite is just from another story. It's just yeah. Peter Pan, Wendy, and Tinkerbell, but you don't understand that until they say it's in a, like what yeah. it's an expositional bit of dialogue where it's like, remember Peter Pan? This is this is Peter Pan. Okay, so with also, superpowers. but remember Peter Pan. But tell me something about Peter. I'm like, oh, Peter. She loves Peter because Peter can do this and Peter can do this and Peter. And Wendy likes Peter because of that. And Peter likes Wendy because <laughs> Wendy can do this. And then he can't be Tinker about because Tinker. All right, but why do they like each other? I have no clue because it's written in the script. Yeah, I don't know why. What Cersei saw in Icarus? I don't know what Icarus saw in Cersei other than eyes. Says something about, oh, you have nice eyes. Or he says like, you always have a soft spot for humanity. But she literally just says, Plaid's nice in it. You know, that's all she says. <laughs> And he's like, you speak such fine words that make me see that what I didn't see before. It's like, dude, she's just saying it looks fucking nice. It does look nice. It's blue and green. Dude, like, just say you're horny and you want to get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Just say you've got dickers. We're all people here. Other than you. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Sprite is just I'm like... I'm going what's underneath that green... <laughs> what, what, what would you call it? Green suit. The green suit. And then Cersei... Like, Sprite and... Like, how many pe- people has Sprite, like, ruined the life of? Like, you see, in that first... Like, it seems like she... Oh, yeah, of course. She flirts she's... with that guy, and then he, like, touches her, and then because he touches it, it affects the magic of it, yeah. and he, like, goes, what's going on? She's like, I think you've had too much, mate. But how many times has she just gone, nah, screw it? Or... There's just there's a few layers there, which I... My mind was peeling. I was like, no, put back. Put back. <laughs> Stop peeling. Stop, Stop peeling. Stop peeling the onion. <laughs> making me cry. <laughs> um... I'm trying to think whether any other... That was all the Eternals. I feel bad if we missed an Eternal. Apparently the Deviant's called Crow. Crow, yeah, I just saw that. Bill, Scar- Bill Skarsgård, Eve noticed that. That was Skarsgård. He's uh, Pennywise, isn't he? Yeah, Pennywise. I didn't really understand it. I didn't understand what was going on. Because they, like, they, they was mentioned it? a point of, oh, how can, how can he regenerate? And then, obviously, you, you learn that he can suck the power out of Ajax. Powers, but, but was that always a thing? Well, no, that was a could thing. Devi- could deviants always do that? I don't, I don't know. It, it didn't really explain that, and then it didn't also explain. So that's why he's going for other Eternals to suck powers out of them yeah. to become more stronger. So that kind of covered that. But then also, why not just like why just not kill humans anyway? Like yeah. it was like he was avoiding killing some humans just to. I don't know. It, why, why does he look as well like when he sucks Gilgamesh's? Why does he start looking more sentient? Yeah, like, why, yeah, yeah. Why is that a thing? He doesn't look stronger. He looks more sentient. Like, more, I thought like, it was going to build up to like you are. You know, you kill someone else. You're made up of all the parts of me, and it's you know you're the bad guys, and I need to get all my parts back mm-hmm. in a kind of like as a Vision Ultron kind of way. But that's what I mean. There was things about this film where. That it was kind of like that annoying kind of sci-fi where they just say a bunch of words to be like, mm. oh, blah, 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 and you're like, oh yeah, that solves it, and yeah. don't listen to what we're saying. Trust me, it, it makes sense, and it it didn't. Mm. And I think this is a, a lot of this is because I'm, I'm gonna get some hate on this, mm. but the director of this said she took a lot of inspiration from um, Man of Steel and Zack Snyder, oh, and how. <laughs> <laughs> how he presents oh. films and said she tried to make it like that. Now, 
one, I don't think that's a very good way to go about things. I'm not personally a fan of that. But two, that's not your style. That's yeah. his style. And I think it was very evident that this did, this does not work, in my opinion. Like, there was a lot of scenes that just fell flat or didn't need to be there or... Because mm. the pacing was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was, it was... Loads of things happened really, really quick. And then there was, like, big, empty... Tw- 15, 20 minute stretch when they go and see Druig in the Amazon rainforest where nothing happens, just just chatting. Mm. And like, but but yeah, it was it was uneven. And obviously scenes like that need to happen and can happen. But yeah, the, the pacing was off. And then all of a sudden it's 20 minutes of big action scenes. And in, instead of, yeah, you can fall asleep quite easily. Um, my girlfriend scenes. did almost fall asleep in I'm that. I'm she did not. In, in that 50, it was, it was in, it's, uh, Becca has, uh, um, a habit of falling asleep during movies that she's not seen. Uh, and she was doing really well until the rainforest scene and I had to nudge her. I had to nudge her. And I was like, wake up. This is the this is a meaningful scene where a beige Icarus is talking to beige <laughs> Cersei about their beige feelings. Um yeah. Also, um just jumping a little bit to back to what you were saying. No, jump jump the whole film works. <laughs> it, it works, doesn't it? Um I thought they were still trying to put the celestial asleep until Cersei says that they killed him. Oh, you know what the yeah, very, very yeah, end? Because yeah, yeah. that was the plan. The plan's to put him to sleep. And then they never mention until he's dead, oh yeah, we've killed the Celestial now. So now like, what, hang on, what, you've not put him to sleep? When when did the plan change? So there's a giant frozen Celestial now just his halfway up the world. Like, yo dude. In the Indian Ocean. Yeah. yeah somewhere in the Indian Ocean. I mean, surely the amount of damage that's caused worldwide <laughs> the tectonic plates and yeah. it just seemed like a really bizarre thing to happen that they've just let happen and just kind of like gone, oh, you sp- f- fix it, why we froze it. Yeah. Oh, okay, you've turned it completely. Through so the power of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, through the power of <laughs> of love. Because that's what he's like, I'm, I'll kill you. Please don't kill me. I, I will kill you, but please don't kill me. Oh, we did bone for like thousands of years. <laughs> Screw it, I'll help. And then, and then, but I must return. He did a he did a poochie moment. Yeah. I must return <laughs> to my planet be- now. And like I get, oh, Icarus flies too close to the, that's how Icarus dies in Greek mythology. He flies to close the to the sun and he dies. Um, but I was like, what? What? The, why is he doing that? Like, why? I think it's because other than to get rid of a loose end. I th- feel like Icarus flew into the sun because. He realised he betrayed... What is the name of that giant... Ataris? What the hell was the name of that giant um, celestial, the red one? The 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 leader was... What was it called? Uh, Arisham. 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 The... Um, Oh, he'd betray, he'd, well, he betrayed everyone in some way. Yeah, he? yeah, he so I think he was just like, I can't come back from this. For Arisham, and then in the end he betrayed Arisham for his... Yeah, Yeah, he was like, I don't win either way. I, I've lived for so long... Which, if you're going to change it and start killing Celestials, I don't want part of it. It doesn't fit with my programming. I'm just going to end yeah. it. That's it. Which kind of makes sense. I saw some... People get pissed off at the wrong things. I saw someone <laughs> like, like, on, a, on a comment thing saying, oh, yeah, do you want, honestly believe that we, we, that we believe that he flew into the sun in, like, less than 60 seconds? It's like, that's called editing. <laughs> do you want to watch the entire eight minutes it would take him to fly to the sun? <laughs> he shoots balls of energy out of his eyes. Why are you Yeah, well, yes. Why, why are these the bits that you don't believe? Like, trust me, he he flew there. If you, want to, <laughs> if you want the uncut version, there's eight minutes of just him going, <laughs> through space towards the, uh, the sun. Release the Zao cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there was 
I, I don't know. I'm, I feel like I've really been dunking on this. I, I was just thinking that as well. I, I, I really enjoyed um, how, how the film looked. I thought the cinematography was awesome. Yes, I think they Absolutely got that beautiful. right. They got that right. And again, I feel like that might have been a good page to take from Snyder. Because his cinematography is really good. Yeah, the cinematography was... It was a gore. I think that was a big problem, though, for me. Though I thought the, that the cinematography was so gorgeous, it looked so nice, and these pieces were so epic mm. that it needed the you know the, something to back that up. That the the dialogue needed to really back it up, and the acting did. And there was some moments where I was like, I'd have shot that again, or <laughs> I wouldn't have the person say like that. Like one thing that stuck out to me was I've gone back to Duncan. Um, <laughs> I think. Was, I think that goes to show what your opinion actually no, is on no. this film, Jay. <laughs> uh, Fastos says at the end when he goes, oh, we all survived. Oh, it's because we got our energy from the Celestial as it comes out. I've always wondered how we survived when they break out. And I thought, what do you mean always? You literally found this out hours ago. <laughs> so why did you always think? And it was little things like that. People said stuff and I went, that's, that's not how I would have said yeah, it. Yeah. It still felt like a... a a worked on script but it was beautiful and I think yeah. it, maybe because it was so beautiful I picked up on those things more like they're the ugly bits then the bad yeah. acting when something's so so nice you pick out yeah, the actually the, the thing that the bad acting or the or the bad dialogue or the scene that just doesn't need to be there mm. um, but I feel like all the bits with Kingo and uh, what's his friend's called Karun which by the way a lot of DC References in this yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, they mentioned Superman because well, Icarus is basically Superman, isn't he? Yeah. They mentioned that. But what I, what in my head, I was thinking is so in the MCU. Yeah. Can you pick up a Batman comic? Yeah. Can you? Well, surely, surely you can because Superman exists. But in the comics, so in the Marvel comics, you can't go pick up a Batman comic. In in Marvel universe of comics, they they have comics of the heroes. You don't pick up a yeah. Superman comic, or would they have had to pay DC to put know. Superman references in there? I feel so like DC such, making money off this. I don't know. Though. I feel like it's such a cold. It's one of cultural things. Like it, it, it's so bread and butter that anyone could make a Batman reference in the film. Like as in, oh, who do you think you are, Batman? And you don't have to pay DC because it's like it's been around for so long. It's such a ingrains the yeah. cultural language. Yeah. I just thought it was very odd that they mentioned there was the whole he's the Alf- Alfred to your Batman, and then later on, oh, he's you're like Superman. Well, I don't have a cape, and I was like, well, hold on, we're getting mentioned yeah. a lot of DC shit here. I just thought it was dead off. Like, well, the multiverse exists now. So. Oh yeah, yeah, they're all coming <laughs> they're through. <laughs> Uh, sorry for, for spoilers for the trailer. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was. I, I think the, the the standout was them too, mm. and it was just seeing how like the, that bit where. I mean, Kingo doesn't even have that good a power. He literally I was thinking, he he's he has finger guns, doesn't he? That's basically what he does. He's got finger guns. Every kid's dream. Which, pew, 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 pew. And the, the, I think on the the Instagram for for Marvel, they posted like little character posters and little character descriptions about what all the powers are. And it was like Icarus. He's got he can fly and celestial energy and super strength or something like that. And then you swipe over to Kingo, and it's just like celestial energy. Like, why the fuck does Kingo exist when Icarus has his power too? Yeah, yeah, Like, it's like when you're build, building a squad in an MMO and you've got, like, two healers. It's like, well, I only need one of you. You only need one of you. Why are you both here? Why are you wasting my time? I like the bit where he's like, come on, kill this thing. And he's like, give me a minute. And it's like, no, he's no, 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 no
okay, we're good. you've had a few minutes here, what are you doing? And it's like, okay, go. And he just explodes to the head. And I was like, after all that, that's all he did was explode his head. But all, any of the others could have just done it in one. <laughs> but I did like that. And it, when he explodes and then he goes, you get that? He goes, yes, sir, I did. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did it ever explain why Cersei managed to turn that deviant into a tree? Because she was drowning and she like touches his head or something and turns it into a tree. I think, and then it's like, oh, how did you do that? And she was like, I don't know. I think the implication was they were always told they what they could and couldn't do. And right. they were beginning to break the programming, as it were. So she'd never tried to turn anything sentient into that because she was told she couldn't. Oh, she can control matter, can't she? So, so she yeah, so icy. at that point in time, at that very moment, she just tried to and it happened and oh, she'd okay. never done it before. Okay. So I think that was the idea that the unravelling of, oh, you've been puppets this whole time, it's all one big... I, th- I think that's the other problem with stories. I-, I love intergalactic mad stories like this mm. in the comics. I think they're fascinating to read. I know Field Mouse, who's on another podcast, hates them, <laughs> but I love them, and I get Guardians of the Galaxy comics all the time, love it. I've always wondered, can it work on film? I do think it's too sprawling and too mm. much and a bit... Like, you've got to take in a... Like, you have to take... Learn. One, two, three, four, five, uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You have to learn ten new heroes. And then you had to learn the Celestial. And then you have to learn about the entire... How Celestials work. How Eternals work. Mm. How Deviants work. The history of mankind, really. Then turn out it's a lie. And the real history. And imagine a 12-year-old the whole time... Trying to take mm. that in, but also thinking, what were they doing on the beach? Yeah. All of those problems um, that you've just mentioned, Guardians of the Galaxy had. So it had to introduce all of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. It had to introduce this war between the Nova Corps. Yes, and it did. The, is it the Kree? The Kree, yeah. Had to, it had to introduce that. It had to introduce so much. Uh, nowhere's in the head of a Celestial. What does that even mean? What's a Celestial being? And, like, you come out of the film, you don't care. Yeah. Because it's such an enjoyable film. It's enjoyable, the story's good. You don't care that none of it makes sense and that it has to get, you know, it gets made sense later in other films or in other media. Uh, You you don't care because it's a really enjoyable watch. This, we can pick up, ah, there's too many characters, there's too many new heroes, there's too many things to learn, there's too many new things to remember. And we only pick up on it because it's... Because it's, it's not been done well, yeah. It's not a, not an amazing film like Guardians. I mean, what you're left with at the end is actually so. I am looking forward to. I was actually looking forward to Fastos, Kingo, uh, Thena, and uh, Macri, Druig, and Cersei. I was looking forward to them being together at the end and thinking, oh right, that'll be good. They can add more to Cersei. Um, Druig can go and get some acting lessons <laughs> and the Makari can maybe be given a bit more time and get, give us something but Kingo, Fastos, Thena yeah I'm in defo for that I was mm. happy by the end but then I think I thought is this going to be one of the films that I just like w- kind of want to skip or have one in the background yeah. when I'm doing a Marvel marathon like I'll just put it on but I feel mm. like that is where I am going to sit with that like it's it's going to be in the background like Black Widow's in the background as far as I'm concerned like when I do, when I do a, a Marvel rewatch in however many years time I'm going to have uh, Black Widow on in the background and then I'm going to stop everything and I'm going to watch Shang-Chi mm. and then I'm going to continue doing what I was doing when I was watching Black Widow <laughs> to do put Eternals. the Eternals on that's probably what I'm going to do 
I mean, it's got it's got a good story. It's just like I, I just feel like there were, like there was too much. There was far too much. Too I, much. I much didn't need to know about how Cersei and Icarus came together. Film. You just had to say they arrived, they fell in love, in like a quick montage, mm. and then explain they were together for thousands of years, and that would have been kind of enough. And maybe flashback to nice moments, but instead of flashing back to nice moments in between it all, we have like a 15 minute mini episode of this uh, Cersei and Icarus, a love story, and I bet, felt like in, they made uh, to watch like some... Gardens of Babylon. And yeah, or like, you know when your friend goes, oh, we've made a wedding video of how the wedding went, do you want to watch it? And for is he feeling like, yeah, yeah go okay. on. And then you see it come up 15 minutes and... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, it, it will be difficult, but may, maybe, um when they were writing the film, they just didn't want to do loads of expositional dialogue. Uh, we loved each other for 5,000 years, and the reason why we believe that they loved each other for 5,000 years is because we were told. So instead of doing that, she's gone the exact opposite direction and showed, done a little mini episode, a little, um, mm. a little mini episode of, of how they fell in love in Babylon, when maybe a sort of, I don't know, I'm not a film director, so, but like maybe like a like an up style, yeah. love mon- love montage. Yeah, it took seven or eight minutes at the start, however long that took at the start, and you know. Well, well I'll tell you what. Are in love with one the, another. The end credit scene, uh, end credit scene, the credits before the first end credit scene, which where they do them like all arty, you know, with stuff happening. If you watch them, they were showing kind of like the Eternals getting involved in various points of history, uh, like yeah. ancient history. And I was watching that going, you could have opened the credits like in Black Widow and done that. And that would have yeah. given us just a little bit. Especially if you're going to open a, a big warning, big red light went on in my head when the film opened with a page of dialogue and no one yeah. reading it. I was like, what the... And I, I had to read it and I was like, uh, and like the third word is Arisham or something yeah, and it's like yeah. well, what's what's an Arisham <laughs> you know I, what I mean yeah I feel like I feel like they went full on like oh let's do this just like the Eternals comic back then and it is a bit convoluted and a bit like you know oh if you don't get it you don't get it it's like Space Man <laughs> it's like you know Game of Thrones it's too smart for you I heard like a lot of people compare this to like Game of Thrones in space but I don't really think that I, I think that's think more that. like what Dune is actually but it's Game of Thrones in space because two of the cast members. Yeah, two of the cast, and of one of them is called Cersei. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's two cast members and the character um, that all share the same name. Speak, speaking of the end credit <laughs> scenes, we touched briefly on the Black Knight, but Harry Styles. Yeah, so that was that was spoiled for me. I think uh, I'd read it accidentally that Harry Styles. Oh, I didn't know. Was in, the, in, in the was in it as Thanos's brother, which is the thing that has confused me even more. Um, so I was sitting, I was like, oh, I wonder when he's going to show up, I wonder when he's going to show up. And then when they're on the spaceship and then there's a, that portal appears and I was like, oh, this is probably where Harry Styles comes in. And I like, um, I was like, Becca's going to love this. I'm going to see what her reaction is. And she went, oh my, oh my. Because <laughs> she had a film with, with Richard Madden in, who's a man, man crush of hers, Kit Harrington, man crush of hers, and then Harry Styles. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> fucking hell. Why am I taking to see this film? But, uh, yeah, uh, I. How is he Thanos' brother? Like, I what's think this? it's the logic. I what's didn't this? actually have a trouble with. Is this. he an Eternal? It was Thanos an Eternal. Eternal. Why was he purple? So 
Thanos in some of the comics has been hinted that he was an Eternal, but I don't know if that's ever been retconned or changed or whatever. And that's why people thought he was going to appear in this film and it was going to be like Eternals back then and show a young Thanos or something. <laughs> but I think it's the kind of same logic of... Um, and he's a nerd with glasses on before he gets all bulked <laughs> up. And they take piss, the piss out yeah. of him because he's so nerdy. <laughs> Go read a book, Thanos! <laughs> I'll show I will you. read a book. I'll show them. <laughs> I'll read a book and I'll make a glove. <laughs> um, if I think it's the kind of logic of um, Gamora and Nebula, Nebula, where they consider themselves sisters, even though they are not remotely related, they were both adopted. I think what he, I either think Thanos was adopted by Eros's family, and then okay. just but on he, Titan, yeah, and I. I mean, I've heard that again. It's like the energy, the celestial energy, is what makes them what they are. Yeah. But of course, they, there's deviant energy. I think Thanos had deviant energy. Right? Okay. And that's why he turned. He looked different because he was just slightly he he was baked wrong. He was made incorrectly. But if he's got deviant energy, would that not make him a deviant? And would that not? mean that the Eternals are programmed to fight him? Well, they're because only programmed they, they, to fight what they recognise as deviants. It isn't like it goes deviant off... Which energy, though. Well, it's, yeah, but they only they recognise a deviant. It's like, that thing looked like... Did that look like a deviant? It's not like they... they well, my, my deviant detection system is going off in my head. <laughs> you know, it's not like a spider sense. Like they just tickle. know that they are to... They only fight them because they're told. It's not programming in, okay. the, in a strict sense. Remember, they believe Arashim is God. Arisham says, do this, we do it, no matter what. So Arisham says, get deviants, don't get involved for any other reason. They do it. Thanos shows up. They don't know he's a deviant. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. If you think of if you think of the, the Eternals as computers, yeah. Thanos isn't part of I don't even think of them as computers. I almost think of them as like being absolutely loyal, religious subjects yeah, and to yeah. Arisham and just being like what do you say Arisham's like don't get involved and I'm like okay we won't get involved okay, we won't get involved yeah we won't and then that's why some people have said that's why Thanos wanted to do the snap because he believes if he halved the population of the universe it would fuck up all the celestials being born oh yeah it would not it yeah because it's the life energy rather than give more it would cause more celestials to suck so if he just does that then it would, co- it would cause a really massive problem for Celestials, or at least put them off for another put them back God, a, a few while, years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. While he figured something else out. And he'd also have killed half the currently existing Celestials as well. And we still, yeah. You'd imagine that they'd have all turned, turned to dust. So, well, yeah, if they if they are in that snap, yeah, yeah, the snapping. Mm. The snapping. But um, I did like where the film kind of left off. I know we've been talking a lot of smack about it, but yeah, I like no, that's what I mean. We're in of, space now. So yeah, we're in space now, and I can't remember what characters get kidnapped. Cersei gets kidnapped. Cer- I can tell you. So Fiona gets kidnapped. No, it was Cersei, Kingo, uh, uh, Fastos, and yeah, Cersei, Kingo, and Fastos, isn't it? Because they all choose to stay on Earth. So he comes back. Oh, Celestial okay. comes back to Earth and goes like, "Are oh, you lot?" Come here, let's have a talk. Icarus is dead. The others have gone. So yeah, the ones that have gone to space. Makari's gone to space. Druid's gone to space. Yeah. Uh, Sprite did Sprite decide to go to space? Or did Sprite, Sprite lost her eternal energy. It got took off her. She got but made. Was human. she at the end with? She got made. Oh no! Human. Yeah, she got made. Human. She got made so human. she got well, took as well. Fastos must have got, got take, taken. Yeah, he was taken as well. 
Uh, so Makari, Druig, and Fina were in space. Yeah, Makari, Druig, and Fina. That then met Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Eros. And I really, I got really annoyed at this. So as soon as Pip the, Pip the, what's he called? Pip the dwarf, Pip the elf, or something Pip like that. The, yeah. Oh my God. Pip the troll. Pip the troll. Of course, it was not a dwarf or not, an elf. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if we offended anyone out there who's a dwarf or an elf. Sorry, all of the elves listening. Um, Pip the troll. I recognise his voice immediately. Dead excited. I love Patton Oswald when he's a character, and it's just kind of highlighted for me. What is happening with the CGI recently in Marvel films? There was some questionable moments in Shang-Chi, but they pulled it together at the end with the, the whole dragon and everything. Actually, in this film, there was a lot of shit CGI. There mm. was a lot of, like... It was not, it was not Black Widow shit, though. Black <sighs> Widow was really, really I think Black Widow only had some a few bad moments, but I didn't really notice it, it too much. People. Like the people just did, like CGI people when they jumped, they didn't jump like people and they didn't land like people, and it was really obvious. That they just did it look like that people. game where you've got to control that? That you know, you, people, you can't see what I'm doing, people. But there's a He's bit flailing. Where, yeah, where you've done two flailing characters and you got to kind of knock the other one off on that. Have you seen? That? I, I know, I know. What you're and, talking yeah, and I, I, I was so when I watched that film, I didn't clock that. I'm gonna look out for that next time. Yeah. But I thought there was stick a it on in the background on Disney. Yeah, Plus. don't give it much of your now. attention. Yeah, Just put it on now. Um, but I, I thought like I tried to think of something that looked real during this, and I really nothing. I think even the the energy that they created mm. didn't look real, and the the transitions between Icarus landing and flying, like it didn't look like he was starting to fly. It looked like he'd been like painted out of standing on the ground and mm. someone had taken their finger on his screen and moved him up. Yeah. To fly, moved him up and also minimised him on a screen. Yeah. Like, like, I think there's even a bit where like the bit where he f- goes to fly to the sun and he decides to stop and give one last look at the earth. The perspective was all wrong and he just looked like he was as big as the earth. <laughs> I was just looking at that and I was like, what, what's going on? I had to readjust my eyes and then he moved and was like, Oh, he's meant to be... Right, okay. But the lighting was all wrong and everything. Yeah. And I mean, I know the lighting in space isn't great, but it's just like... The, <laughs> the lighting in space is amazing. There's a one big light bulb. Depends what side of the planet you're on. But I think that was, that was another major issue for me. I just didn't feel like... I, I was in the mm. film. I didn't feel like the characters were genuinely in trouble. Uh, I felt like I was watching... The CGI was bad. And I, I don't think it was still on the test of time. There was another... Ten uh, years, um, that will be like a bit like a, a prequel film. I, I, I have to say, I didn't particularly notice the the CGI in this, but then you didn't particularly notice the CGI in in Black Widow. No. So maybe when I watch this back, whenever it, it's whatever you're Plus, watching at the time, I, I'll have to watch it and, and see see what I think. I didn't think it was particularly. Oh, Pips the Troll was what really made me go right. I've had enough here. There's so but, much obvious CGI. Yeah. Like you know when you see Celestial Energy, that's CGI. Mm. And that didn't particularly bother me. And you know, when you see a deviant, that's CGI. Um, but you've was... made me, con- you've convinced me that of a talking raccoon years ago. Yeah. Why can you not convince me that that's a troll? A short man. <laughs> a short man. Why did you not just get a short man and just put. We ha- uh, I mean, you've got a. Dress him up like Johnny Depp. Oh, and, g- and give him like. Pat Oswald's voice. Or even better. Put his face on. You can do that. Out. Finger, face app. I can do it on Snapchat. <laughs> right? Do it on your phone. Do it on my phone. You did it with Steve Rogers. You put a fucking Chris Evans' face on a sm- small man for half a film. 12, you, 13 years you ago. You didn't just CGI an entire small man. 
You know, it's just bizarre. I just didn't understand. I, I, I hope they fix Pip the Troll. I do not look forward to that. That's just horrible. I feel like it's a Jar Jar Binks moment. Well, they, they fixed Thanos throughout the years, didn't they? Thanos yeah. showed up. He looked way different in, in his first. But they always knew red. their limitations, so they kept him like in the shadow mm. or just showed a bit there while they worked and built it up. But, yeah, Pip the Troll was a, a hot mess. <laughs> It's a hot mess. I have to, I, I, yeah, I have to say, I didn't really notice. Like, it, I looked at him and I was like, "You're a CGI character," but I didn't, I didn't necessarily think it was bad. But maybe when I rewatch it, mm. I'll change my opinion. Um, I feel like we've talked as much as we can about about this yeah. without repeating ourselves. So we get to the the main part. What fucking ratings? Which I'm, you've helped me a bit. What's beige? What's a beige rating? Well, five out of ten. What's funny it's not is average. Average would be six out of ten for me. Is it? You see, average I, from average from me. Oh, now you've said that, I did. I've got a really unpopular opinion. It might, yeah. Care so, to share? Yes, I'll share. So I'm not the biggest fan of Logan. What? I'm not the biggest fan of Logan. What? It's Why big, are you dropping this on me now? I'm not an X-Men fan. So when I went to see it, I was really... i put time and energy <laughs> into, into liking our, you, Jay. Into our friendship. Into our friendship. And you're dropping on me now that you don't like Logan. <laughs> Logan's... Right, so I'm not a big fan of X-Men. And it's always because they do something stupid. Like they, <laughs> they add something in there that didn't need to be there. Logan, I was really hyped for. And in, in the middle of it, they just went... There's a young clone Wolverine. Oh yeah, the clone bit is. And I was just like, it? wait, what? What? what what's this? And it was like, young clone Wolverine. I was like, but no, but we've got that's a perfect good back. Oh, time could be the bad guy or the disease could be the no young clone Wolverine. I was just I always remember that made me go, oh, they, they've ruined oh, it's it. Shit CGI as well, isn't it? As Things well, like yeah. And it kind of dropped it. I think I gave Don't it make a, me hate Logan. I got I think I gave it a six because of that. Because I was just like, it really did take a film I had high expectations of and of a franchise I'm already not keen off and I went, Oh right, you've just underlined it. <laughs> this is falling in that same I'm getting that same energy where there's bits of it I liked, I'd put it on, just like Logan. There's bits of it I can talk about and have fond memories of, but at the end of the day, there's plenty I'm a bit pissed off about about it, mm. and I'm get. I feel I'm gonna lay it down now. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Yeah, it's very my the the better side of average, and it, fully enough, it's what I gave Man of. I think I gave Man of Steel that as well. Did you? I think I gave Man of Steel a six out of ten. So well done. You, <laughs> you got that right. Uh, yeah, she. Yeah, that's what she was aiming <laughs> she, for. She aimed for a six out of ten, and she got it from you. I, I'd probably give it a five mm. if I was th- thinking. Of what an average film is, I can't really think of an example of an average film. They're all well. Think, of, think of, go back to if we go to the consult the Marvel chart. Let's pretend they've pulled okay, it down. Okay, so I've got Shang Chi at nine. I gave that a nine, didn't I? Yeah, when yeah. We, we... And you're thinking we're so it's definitely the bottom half of the of the Marvel films. What bottom? Oh, what what yes. else is is in this bottom half of Marvel films? Oh, well, it's, is anyone I, in the relegation it's not, table? It's not or? even bottom half. I'd say this is bottom third, maybe even bottom quarter, and it'd go in there with. Uh, Black Widow it'd go in there with Thor 2 I saw with, a lot of people compare this to Thor 2 um, actually it's probably better than Thor 2 though if Thor if Dark, <laughs> if Dark World is 
I, 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 I think Fortu isn't that bad. I think the biggest problem is giving Christopher Eccleston a terrible role. <laughs> yeah, waste give, of an actor. What a waste of an actor. Give him a role where he doesn't speak any English or any language of any kind. So you don't take in anything he's saying. It's just his face. And, and then he has like tone of his voice, three it? scenes and that's it. It was a perfectly good character, perfectly good ca- casting. And they did, yeah, terrible. But I do like... I like Thor The Dark World over this because I can... Really? Well, I can remember more prominent scenes and things that happen and there's characters alike and there's growth and there's world building whereas this, I felt like there was world building but lazily, like DC world building like, and now we've just decided this, they've put a story, they've thought of how to... We want to build up the Marvel Universe. Mm. We wanted to expand it and do this with it but we need to put a story around this whereas I feel like every other Marvel film is here's a great story what can we add in that will help build the world yeah Yeah. I see I think they've got to a point with the Marvel films where they need to think alright what the fuck can we do if we're going to go backwards in time we need to make make it matter make it important Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like oh they've always been here Uh, they were in uh, Babylon yeah Uh, Mesopotamia yeah they've always been here that's how important they are. They've always been here. Because we're telling you that they're always, they've always been here. I know. I, I, I feel like I'm all right with that. I thought it was very weird. It was like, oh, they're all over the universe. And I was like, okay, why is... Why, what, are there still deviants all over the universe? Why are the Guardians not... Many, not any yeah, why, any point. I don't know. There's stuff to build on. But at the end of the day, what was I left with? I was left with... I didn't really care about many of the characters... I d- I'm dreading now Black Knight and Blade. Are you actually dreading it? I am, but because I hate fantasy. I, I this oh, is why yeah, I mean, you, you yeah, don't you get. Are. This is why I mean, well, we don't not get on, but we don't. And now get you on. don't. Now you don't yeah, like yeah. Logan. Yeah, you don't like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I I struggle to get on board. I've tried. Like Game of Thrones is a good example. Eve was like, we're gonna watch this over lockdown or whatever it was, and I got up to season two, and mm. then. I just something else came on telly and I wanted to watch that more and I've never bothered to go back and oh, I was interested but I wasn't yeah. gripped I just don't find and fantasy interesting I've looked up Black Knight and it's very fantasy driven and I'm yeah. dreading the fact that in the Marvel Universe all of a sudden we get Merlin and King Arthur which was mentioned in this film King Arthur yeah. I always have a special spot for you it's like fucking hell I don't want the round Knights of the Round Table in a property that was given me at one point Captain America and Iron Man. And <laughs> Do you remember the bit in the film when Kingo says that he used to play with Thor when Thor was a kid and now Thor won't return his calls? No. Do you remember? It's, it's I when miss that. They go to where Gilgamesh and Athena are living and it's when they're having dinner. Around the, the, di- table. the dinner scene and they talk about, oh, who's going to take over Captain Rogers and Iron Man's mantle or whatever. And then Icarus is joking like, oh, I could lead the Avengers. Yeah, I remember that. And then... One of the next couple of lines is where Kingo was like, oh, I used to like babysit Thor or something, and now he won't return my calls. I was like, that's a cool, that's a cool line. But then at the end of the day, how was he? Why the fuck was he on Asgard when he's an Eternal that's based on Earth? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's a funny line, but when you think about it... But have you got anything to back it up, Kingo? If so, come on this podcast, you fuck. That's a Careful, he's gonna finger gun you. He's gonna finger me. He's gonna finger guns you so hard. <laughs> just give him two minutes. Just, 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 just wait. He's <laughs> gonna build up. Gonna build up. But uh, trust me, I'm gonna get you. Icarus doesn't need to build up his 
Um, energy just no, happens just happens just as, he's a man as a Cersei he just he just went right there and then on the beach didn't care if it was a 12A it's a fucking 12D <laughs> um, right before we wrap up uh, if do you want to just tell us uh, anything that you want to plug Pete is anything for tell me again or uh, yeah uh, tell me again at tell me again pod on Instagram and we are on Spotify and anywhere else where you listen to your podcast we've got lots of episodes out um, some of them even contain Jay. Mm. Uh, we did a Killing Joke. Killing Joke on which contained me and was meant to contain Dan. <laughs> and then Dan accidentally cut himself out and had to re-edit himself back in. Oh, he had to re- re-record his audio, didn't he? <laughs> I still haven't listened to I've not listened to it. I don't want it. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like my skin will crawl. But you guys should listen to oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, oh, then yeah. Me- and then message him and tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Dan would actually be screaming now. He's like, mention, mention the EP, <laughs> mention the EP. Me and Peter are in a band. It's called Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Knobs. The link to our Spotify is on talknerdy.uk. You can also you can check it out. We've got a new EP out. And we're both very proud of it. And there's Incredibly. Yeah, and more music's going to be coming as the months progress. Um, thank you, Pete, for coming on. That's thank you for, everyone for, for listening. If you want to you know, get involved and tell me what you think, email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. Not enough of you do that, I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> Tell um, us what colour you think the film is. <laughs> do you what do you do that? Like do you have colours for films? Like, no, I have, beige is just I have colours for like boring. songs. Like if you name a song, I can tell you what colour it is in my head. Really? Yeah. Like it I I, I get that because I feel like that sometimes about like uh, like memories, like uh, how it makes me feel. So if it's a happy memory, it might have a, a nice like, a, like a nice colour to it. Or if it's a bit of a shitty memory, it might have a rubbish colour that I'd associate with it. Yeah, the time I was kidnapped and locked in the basement, black, grey. Yeah, that was not that, that was not a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> Shit brown colour. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you, Pete, for coming on. Thank you, I everyone, for listening. Me. And uh, yeah, keep talking, nerdy. <laughs> <laughs>